Welcome to the Lead Every Day Show. Our mission is to see a world well-led. And our strategy to get there? To empower leaders like you to lead every day. So let's get to work. Together is better, especially when together is engaged. It's what we've been talking about here this week. Welcome to the Lead Every Day Show. Mark Miller with me here. I'm Randy Gravitt. We're, we're fired up to talk about engaging and developing others. And today, it's the idea of building community. I, I'm glad you're you're with me today and, and we're together. Uh, let's, let's dive into some content. Yeah, so let's talk about this idea of community. It, it's not something you often hear discussed in a business context. In fact, we didn't even have language for this until about, I don't know, a couple of decades back. What we had discovered is that the teams that got to know each other and they began to care deeply about each other outperformed those who didn't. I mean, they're all doing the same work, but it was this, it was this intangible that we began to explore. We even had an outside consultant who came in to help us in those early days. And uh, they were there to consult on our team management practices, the way we did problem solving, the way we facilitated, the way we did the agendas. And I'll never forget this woman, a high-powered leader herself. uh, She said, now, those things you do to kind of get to know each other, (laughs) she said, I don't really know what to do about that. But she said, it seems to help a lot. And and, and we said, yes, we think it does help. And then ultimately, we codified our point of view on that, and we said what we're actually trying to do is to create community, yeah. a place where people know and care and celebrate and mourn and actually do life together, and it actually enhances engagement and performance. Obviously, performance goes up when engagement does. It's exactly right. And so there's some things that we can actually do here to make this happen strategically, sure. I would say. I mean, sure. it's, that's the thing. People... A lot of times you start talking about this in an environment. We go to all these, you know, com- uh, uh, companies, and we're talking to their leaders. And and a lot of times at the beginning of a session, especially on this idea of building community, people will say, "I I, I walked into that feeling like this is soft stuff. This doesn't. I mean, this is not business. Is this really going to help us with what we're trying right. to do?" And then they'll they'll walk away going, "That's actually the hardest thing you said. It wasn't soft. It was actually hard for me because I'm not been." paying attention to this and it was really good and it was really good it's exactly it i mean it it, it actually changes organizations if they've not been paying attention to this and all of a sudden they get to know each other and they begin to serve each other and all that that stuff you're you're describing there it can just be catalytic especially when we think about this idea of of driving engagement raising this level of engagement so i'm i'm excited yeah it may be some new language for people sure. here, but it's it is a well, and huge it may be opportunity. a new concept. Uh, we discovered some research by uh, Katzenbach and Smith, John Katzenbach and, and Smith. Uh, they wrote a, a book years ago called "The Wisdom of Teams," and they described what we're talking about, what we're calling community. They didn't have a name for it, but they said the chances of being on a team that experienced this level of care was only once in a lifetime. And I sat down with John and I said, John, I, I, I disagree. He said, well, tell me about that. And I said, if you set the strategy, if you decide as a leader that this is part of your approach to high performance, I said, I believe you can have about a 90 to 95% success rate. 
And that's what we've done over the years. We've said community is not extracurricular. It is core and essential to high performance. So the first thing you got to do, if you even want to entertain this, is you have to decide. Yeah, as a leader, you do get to decide mm -hmm. whether your people are going to know each other, care about each other. And, and you say, well, I can't really decide whether they care about each other. You get to create an environment where yeah. those things can happen. You can facilitate it, You can that. facilitate that. And what we find when leaders make that decision, it, it is a lever, a strategic lever, not just to – I mean, we don't want to do it just so we can increase performance. We, we really have to care. You can't demonstrate care unless you care. But, but if you really do care and you want to create that kind of environment, it is incredible it's what incredible happens. It's incredible what we, happens We would to say, we've said before, it's the differentiator. It's, the, it's what oh, gets yeah. you from really good performance to the rare oh, it is, of high It is the single determining factor, I would say, that differentiates good teams from great teams. Yeah. And, and the great teams – always have this sense of community. they do it's it's amazing to me i always think uh as i watch the I, I watch a lot of sports teams and you know we work with sports teams and it's to me it's it's incredible how the team with the highest payroll typically doesn't win the championship i mean sometimes it do it's it, it happens but like you can't buy what we're talking about it's right. like the teams with a it's it's wild they all have good players but at the end of the year a lot of times it's a fan base you know, wearing their hats backwards or, you know, we won the World Series here in Atlanta a couple of years ago. The whole city had pearls on when Jocko was playing. And it's like these crazy handshakes. And, and again, all the teams are really good, but it's something about that unifying. And we've just seen a few weeks ago, these, these NFL teams, some of them that were supposed to be playing in the Super Bowl here in the next week or two, they're, 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 they're gone. Not. Their coaches are gone. I mean, it's like, there's a lot of that, that, that they just couldn't align everybody together. And, and this community part is a, Unity yeah. is a big part of. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to chase this much further. But to your point about the NFL examples, I've heard in several of those cases when people were trying to figure out what happened. Yeah, and the phrase has been used: they lost the locker room. Yeah. Well, yeah. to me, that means they lost the community. Yeah, that's exactly right. They lost the. They community. didn't. They didn't forget how to play football. They didn't forget how to play football. Exactly. These are. Yeah. Exactly. That's good. So there's some things we can do. Just a couple of them. You know, we can value the diversity on our team. You got you got all kind of different ways to think about that. But you come from different backgrounds. You got different education. You've got uh, the stories around your table are powerful when you start listening to where you came from and what you've been through and what you're dealing with. All that stuff is is a way to do that. Uh, we we also let's just push on that story piece a, a little bit here to know you you talk about in the book to know each other deeply. I think it's it's more than just you know how was your weekend, but you start having some conversations about where you grew up and what's hard and what what's the most challenging thing you're facing right now. Mm -hmm. You start to listen to people's story. That can be a a powerful thing. And 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 so you got any, any other thoughts there on? Well, on just a quick example of that. Uh, some of our audience will know the name. Remember the, remember the name Lou Holtz, who probably um, became famous when he was the coach at Notre Dame. Yeah, uh, won a national championship there. Uh, but had a tremendous run. I think he was at South Carolina, and they won yeah. 13, 14, 15 games straight, and nobody saw that coming. This was post-Notre Dame, and I had an opportunity to talk to him about that. And what happened along the way in his career is he discovered the power of community. Yeah. He was coaching football fundamentally the same way he was in 1969 in Arkansas at the end of his career. Yeah. Right? The the fundamentals, the blocking and tackling and the play calling. Yeah. But he stumbled upon the idea of community. And one of the things he did 
was to make all the players share their stories with the rest of the team. And I read an interview, an excerpt from an interview of one of the players. He said, it's hard to give up on somebody once you know their story. That's so I just powerful. thought that was really powerful. Yeah, that's so powerful. That's so powerful. So it maybe as you hear that, you 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 go, we don't really know the yeah, stories you know around the stories? our table. The this people. is an opportunity for you. Might be your your takeaway today. Just go, you know what? I'm going to talk to somebody on my team, and we're going to spend a few minutes. We're going to talk about our story. You got you got other work to do. I got that. This is work. This is work. this is work. This is this is this is not extracurricular. No, it's right. This is and, work. If you care about high performance, that's exactly right. If that's you care exactly about right. high performance, and and, and I I just say the last thing is we have an opportunity to celebrate people maybe more than we do as well, and that's another way that we can build genuine community we're always quick to point it out when people don't do what they're supposed to do right but, but how many times I, it, your your old co-author ken blanchard wrote the one minute manager he said catch people doing stuff right i mean right. i think that's a powerful mindset too and be able to celebrate not just their birthdays this week and their anniversary those things are great to celebrate but when somebody does great work we have a chance to really validate that and hey i see you and and that we pay attention to that and, and that community begins to grow which ultimately leads to them leaning in that trust and engagement yeah. like Hey, I'm not just I'm not just an employee here. I'm a person. Yeah. To to this leader. Yeah. Let me so. add one word to that. The big stuff is obvious. Sure, you need to celebrate the the weddings and yeah. and birthdays. Need, and the birthdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look for the little things as well. Don't don't miss the little things. Yeah. Uh, somebody finishes a hard project and they finish it on time and on budget. Stop. Yeah. Acknowledge that. Recognize that. Yeah. That celebration. Uh, I don't understand. It, it's really a mystery to me how powerful or why it's so powerful. I don't understand that. Yeah. But when you start creating that type of uh, culture, w- that that community will flourish. Yeah, and, and engagement just kind oh. of right behind it, which is... And know, then again. performance behind it, yeah, right? Engagement's exactly. actually not the goal. We should probably That's say right. that. We're, probably we're, should have already... Performance is the goal. Right. We're he, developing people to perform better exactly. and, and to be their very best. That's great. Exactly. So as we wrap this up today, it's your job as a leader to make sure you're creating an environment where people are leaned in. This building genuine community is our opportunity really to raise the level of engagement. But it does so much more than that. It actually creates a together place. And and together, remember we started, together really is better. I hope you will do everything you can to, to create a together environment. It starts with building community. It's your job as a leader. Remember, the best leaders lead every day.